0: This is The Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and founder and CEO of several companies. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. Hey, everybody. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Michael Wall here, obviously. We're talking about some things this show that I think are so crucial in this season. You know, it's, we have just been bombarded Man, we've been bombarded month after month after month with stuff (laughs) in the year 2020, if you're living in America, really even the world for that matter. It's been a crazy season of a lot of things going on, and I want to give you some hope here on this show. That's really my goal. I know many of you have reached out and you've shared your comments and feedback from the show and just ratings. I really appreciate that. I really do appreciate you taking the time and doing that. And uh, as I always do, I like to give a little shout out to um, the sponsors of the show over at leanonthewall.com, financial companies that many of you may know that I have, helping families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. So uh, leanonthewall.com, they're the companies that kind of helps put together some things so we can bring this to you at this stage in the game, commercial free, and just sharing thoughts and ideas to help you do what you need to do. I thought this was really good, and I really wanted to say thank you to Fig Mountain. They gave us a great rating here this year, five-star rating, and this is what they shared. They said, heard about this podcast from Kelly and Phil Burke. Pretty awesome. Great message on taking responsibility for your life rather than comparing to others. Thank you so much, Fig Mountain, and uh, for your response there. Appreciate you taking a minute to to share that thought because I think uh, that encourages me along the way as we do that. So if you haven't taken a minute, I want to invite you if you've been listening to this show for some time, to take a quick moment and uh, just share your thoughts. Hey, really enjoyed the show. This is what I love about it. These are the things that I love hearing most. That helps me with a couple things. Helps me not only with encouragement. That's you speaking back to me. Really appreciate that. Also, that is uh, you sharing what really has kind of touched you or helped you along the way. And as always, my goal in the show is to share thoughts and ideas that I've learned over the years. We've had guests on in the past that have had really neat stories. Successful entrepreneurs, different you know rock stars in different mediums, whether it's you know types of music as well as uh, athletes and all kinds of other things. We're actually going to be having some guests come back on here soon. We're building out our brand new studios here in the Palm Beach Gardens office location. It's I'm excited for that. We're going to have brand new studios and the show Little Housekeeping is soon going to be all vlog. So really, really cool. It's going to be a lot of fun to get there. But I wanted to talk today about the idea of when we work together, we win together, you know, because we've been through so much chaos and and bombardment from media and social media and all these kinds of things. So I'm not going to spend time talking about what's right or what's wrong. I just want to talk about when we all work together, we win together. I know there's a lot of you out there that maybe lean in different directions. You have a different political candidate and you maybe feel great about what's happening right now. Maybe you don't feel so great about what's happening right now from a presidential standpoint. But I think there's a way that we can all find common ground, and that is by first stepping back to realize we need to respect one another, right? And and we didn't get to where we are as a country by being divided. And so this is really a challenge to you, not only you personally, but also you parents out there for your kids that might be listening to this show. If, you, if they're not listening to the show, I would encourage you to allow them to listen to the show. You know, it's, it's so important that we understand that as people, we're going to see things differently, right? I'm going to have a differing opinion. In fact, I've been married November 3rd of all days (laughs) this year, election day, November 3rd was actually our 19th year married for my wife and I. And, you know, we would be remiss to think that in the last 19 years, I didn't have, you know, if I said, well, you know, it's been 19 years of just pure bliss. There's been no issues No challenges. We just, you know, I mean, come on. We see eye to eye on everything. You'd be like, Mike, that's complete nonsense. There's no way that's the case. Okay, And you would be right. You would be 100% correct because we don't, my wife and I don't see eye to eye on everything. But what does happen is when we work together and we have a conversation and we respect, by the way, very important, we respect other people's decisions and opinion her respecting me, me respecting her, what happens is we're able to find common ground. Now, differences are good. You know, and the Bible talks about the body, right? We're all parts of the body in the body of Christ. Now, I'm moving there for a minute, and it's so important. And the hand is not expected to do what the eye does. The eye is not expected to do what the ear does. I had a client that I was having a conversation with, and he was saying about how he was scratching his eye, and he ended up having some issues with his cornea, I believe, on his eye, and he had to go get a replacement. Really, really kind of scary things for me. But he got this replacement done, and what happened is he got it taken care of, but he was in a place where, you know, he's got some issues that he's got to work through along the way. Well, when you take a look at that, you say, you really start to value what benefit you receive from your eye. And in particular, both eyes, in a way that you just don't value um, until you have something like that occur. So what happens is, is when we have issues with the body, right? Like if you if you've hurt your hand before, if you've ever stubbed your toe, or if you've ever messed up your knee, you don't really realize until you injure it the value that those parts of the body bring, right? And then you you look to reevaluate it, and you look to nurture it, and you look to kind of heal it back to full health, and All of those kinds of things. Well, I think that's some great lessons that we can learn as we interact one with another. For us to think that everyone is just naturally going to think the way that we think about everything is just being naive, quite honestly. It's not going to happen. Right, I mean, we're going to have differing thoughts and opinions. We grew up in different ways. I remember when I grew up, you know, it was very important for me. As in, I'll give you a quick example, I thought this was kind of comical, but I remember when I grew up, it was very important, and I was taught that if I ever was eating a cookie or crackers or whatever, that I needed to hold over a plate. I needed to get a paper plate, and I needed to hold over that plate because for me, instead of you know walking around the house with a cookie and I'm biting off the cookie and there's crumbs falling all over the ground. You know, my parents were like, listen, we don't want cookie crumbs all over the ground. Now, I had other friends that in their household, that wasn't taught. So they'd come into the house or I'd go over there and they'd eat a cookie and they'd walk around. They're eating their cookie and crumbs are falling or whatever. And you may say, Mike, that's that's stupid. But it's not. It's a small little thing that quite honestly can escalate to a big thing if we allow it. Right? Because what does that look like? Well, you could grow up and you could now have a house. I could have our house and I could have friends over. And they grew up in an environment where if they ate a dessert or a cookie or whatever, they didn't even think about it. So they're coming over to our house and they grab a cookie and they're walking around eating a cookie without a plate. Even though the plates are literally sitting right there and the napkins are right there, they don't pick one up because they don't even think about it. Why? Because they weren't taught that way when they were younger. Now, is it nice to make sure that you don't have crumbs everywhere? Sure, but that's not the point. The point is they were taught differently. Is it life threatening having crumbs on the floor or not? No. Is it something that's going to cause a massive change in our lifestyle? Probably not. But is it something that someone could take offense to? Yeah. And even myself initially, I said, man, they're coming over here. They're kind of disrespecting my home by dropping crumbs everywhere. We got to clean up or have someone clean up or whatever it may be. Why can't they just get a plate? And the reality of it is they have not even thought that way at all because they weren't raised that way. Now, that doesn't mean they're bad people. It just means we were both raised different way. On a simple issue as eating a cookie. And you might say, Mike, that's craziness. I know it is. But isn't it funny how we'll allow issues as small as that to escalate to big issues? And when we take a look at things that are big issues, right, like abortion and all of these other things, like, wait, you know, you have to pick a side of the aisle and where you stand for sure. And I'm all about saving life, right? I'm all about preserving life. But with a lot of the other things that are out there, we can find common ground. And so what happens a lot of times is we find ourselves in a place where we don't win because we're not focusing on the common ground. We're focusing on what divides us. I remember when I grew up in church, you know, I grew up in a pretty conservative Baptist church, and um, there was a lot of benefit to that, right? Some of the benefit is we were in the Word, we read the Bible, we memorized Scripture, all of these kinds of things. And then there were other churches that weren't necessarily that, you know, I don't want to say rigid, but it's the only word I can think of in their process— And maybe their worship service was more alive or or that kind of a thing, right? There were differences of the way churches worshipped. But what we chose to do, a lot of churches of the past chose to do, is they chose to focus on the differences instead of the things that are similarities. And I think in life, whether it be in our family, whether it be in business, whether it be in, in government, whether it be in politics, in friends, whatever it may be, If we choose to focus on what can be similarities, realizing that there's going to be some things along the way that we disagree with, but not allowing those things to ruin our relationship because we're focused on what we can come together on. We're focused on finding what we can come together on and realizing that when we work together, we win together. A divided country will not succeed. A divided home will not succeed. We have to find common ground that we can come together and encourage one another on instead of finding things that someone else disagrees with us on and then use it as an opportunity to go kind of blow them up on social media, for lack of a better word. That is not how we are encouraging and uplifting. That's not what we should be doing. So let me challenge you with this show as I land the plane here and kind of uh, park, if you will. Let me challenge you in the fact that let's look, let's be a people of looking for the good. You know, we have a little thing that we do at our home. It's called Good Finders. And my wife has done a wonderful job of instituting this. And years ago, what she did is she said, you know, I want to help our kids focus on the good and not the negative. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a little clear kind of almost like a square vase on one of the desks. And whenever someone does something good, one of our kids is actually rewarded ultimately by finding the good. So we'll we'll hear, you know, like JL, our daughter might be like, good finder, Justice or Joel or someone or Cyrus opened the door for so-and-so, good finder, you know, someone took, you know, someone's dinner plate off the table and they didn't ask them to, good finder. So they're, they're literally looking for the good. And then what will happen is, is there's a drawer underneath that little, you know, glass vase that is full of seashells. So every time someone finds something good that someone else did, they're able to get up and go to the, to the drawer and open the drawer and get a seashell and put it in the glass vase. And once that glass vase is full, it usually takes a couple of weeks for it to get filled up because there's you know decent amount of seashells. Once it's completely full, then what we do is we'll take all the kids somewhere and we'll go to the trampoline park and we'll go to you know, just something kind of fun that we don't ordinarily do and we'll go do that. And that will kind of be their good finder award. So that's what I'm saying. It's just let's intentionally create a price where we can be looking for the good, looking for ways to encourage others, looking for ways to uplift others, looking for ways to really come to work together intentionally, because it's not going to happen by accident. It's just not. We're going to have to intentionally focus on it. We're going to have to intentionally seek out ways to do it. And it's not going to happen on accident. Be a good finder in your life. Maybe you need to institute that vase in those seashells and put something in there every time you find something good so that way you can intentionally get your mind down that path. Well, as always, I appreciate you tuning in, taking a few minutes. And I want to encourage you, if you haven't rated the show yet, please do. I love your feedback and thoughts. That helps me and encourage me along the way. Also, share this with someone that you know. I know there's someone in your friend's circle two or three, maybe four friends that you've met that needs to hear this encouragement. They're looking for positivity. They're looking for how we can all come together. This is, now is the time. And all you got to do is click the button somewhere on wherever you're listening to this, whether it's in Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Play or whatever, and share this with someone and just say, hey, listen, I listened to this show. It really encouraged me. And I'm going to encourage you to take a minute and listen to it as well. As always, you can feel free to reach out to me and connect with me directly on social media, at RealMichaelWall on Instagram, at RealMichaelWall on Facebook. We've kind of started up on Parlor as well, which is kind of newer, at RealMichaelWall, trying to keep that handle the same. And as I always end, I love to end with the idea that, listen, it's my goal and desire for you to live on purpose so you can live with purpose. Have a wonderful day. Be blessed. We'll catch you next show.